0: I was always very modest, really didn't think of myself as being particularly smart or unusual. I just thought I was more interested in certain topics than other people, but that sometimes I find a technical subject just becomes absolutely fascinating to me. I can't think about anything else. When you learn a new computer technology, you can immediately put it to work by writing the software and be able to do things you couldn't do before. That I'm amazingly productive during these times. I can write amount of software programs that would take a normal person months and months to write and I can just do it in a few days because I'm so excited and driven and obsessed with it. It's always been something. Unique that I've had. That was a lot of what has made me decide to work with computers because that is what I have done throughout my career. The
1: innovators, the innovators, the will breakers, the will breakers, the misfits, the misfits, not the status quo. Not the status quo. <laughs> This is, is, this is, this is. Thriller Tonight I got the chance to record with my friends. And this is a very special podcast um, because I get to record with probably one of the closest people that I know at this point, and that's Kyle Murphy. Um, This guy is such a, you know, he's such a leader. And there is, I could could talk about this guy all day long, and I'm not going to do it because... He has a big enough ego, but I love the guy to death. And I think today our friends, Ben Carmen, um, wanted to do the podcast. And Anthony Ronning, who kind of stepped away from social media and everything, decided to do the podcast again. And we actually recorded an episode that is going to come out later, much later in cassette. (laughs) And uh, we are, we are here today because like of everybody, like the people that came before us, the Austin Bitcoin scene that was already here. And all of us are just building on top of it. And this podcast really kind of describes what we're doing here in Austin. And I think a lot of our Bitcoiner friends, including myself and Kyle, we all realize how special this time is that uh, we're here now in Austin and we realize how special and precious this is and we're not taking it for granted and um, you kind of get to listen to this episode so enjoy the final episode of season one we'll be back next year uh, with new lightning developers and um, yeah so enjoy
2: he was like he's like i want to i want to do like a social thing and i was like i do too like i think there's there's room for that and he's like yeah but he's like people keep telling me that it can't be done and i was like well i don't know what people you've been talking to but i for sure think it can be done and he's like yeah i was like yeah we should do it and he's like he's like don't tell me that he's like i'll put my foot on the gas he's like i'm i'm act- like if you tell me that like you want to do it i'm actually going to like get it done and i'm like no yeah let's do it and then he was like okay cool like i'll, I'll be in touch soon and he literally hungs, hangs up and I'm just like, okay, at this point, I'm like thinking to myself, cool. I, I hear that kind of like bravado all the time. Like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my foot on the floor and I'm like, shit done. This motherfucker calls me back like less than a week later. He's like, hey, dude, I quit my job. Um, are we doing this club or what? And I'm like, you quit your job? He's like, yeah, I don't have a job anymore. He's like, I'm going to like focus on Bitcoin. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go. And like, that ties into Plub Lab even now, dude. Like Part of my like criteria for like, do I wanna work with people are like, are you just a doer? Are you gonna prove to me that you just get shit done? And when this guy's like, I'm gonna put my foot on the floor, I didn't understand that he meant like, I'm gonna go into my job and be like, hey, you know that raise I asked for that you didn't wanna give me? Like, middle finger, I'm out. I got some shit I'm gonna go do. And like that's kind of how we decided to launch Awesome Bitcoin Club.
0: Talk about things important to us like whatever We'll defuse bombs, walk marathons, and take on whatever together
2: How I got to not do my crack because you fucking gay ass bears didn't tell me not was, to crack my We were beer talking it beforehand.
3: beforehand. This is your
4: fault. Okay. Isn't this your podcast?
2: Uh no, this is not my podcast. I invited you onto this podcast. Thank it's, you. it's not mine.
4: Thank you. It's an
2: honor to be here.
3: <laughs> it's like a sidecar podcast.
2: You feel like a sidecar or no it, no, like, it,
3: like you know, you it's not yours, but you like added it onto it and I don't know.
2: I'm just gonna make analogy. it mine because I'm apparently I'm gonna buy it from car someday anyways, is what I've been told.
4: Well, I consider all you guys to be the same entity. Yeah. You're car, like a- Keon, Kyle. I mean, they, their name sounds very similar anyways. Car, Keon, Kyle. Like
2: how do you merge that like Benefer? Like car, 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 I don't is there like a good merger there? K C K? That sounds pretty gay. Well, that's what you guys are, so fuck you ben (laughs) all right so it's it's like always fascinating how once you start recording a podcast and like this is why i told carwin he was like all right we're gonna crack open beers and like you get this weird lull, right where like right before we decided we're gonna like have this hard break to introduce that we're hitting record we were just like flowing through conversation talking about all kind of crazy shit, and then you introduce the fact that we're gonna hit record, and we find ourselves in this weird place where now we're like, "What are we talking about?" And that was we- like
3: real. It's like, oh, I, <laughs> everything you can say will be used against you.
4: Exactly.
2: Oh, it's, <laughs> it's so it's what, a, what it's are we good, even talking about? It's a good about. come around though, because we were talking about some privacy stuff. Do we want to like finish that conversation before we dive into like the ideas I have, or do we want to just jump right into the ideas? Of, I we, I think we were talking about some fascinating thought processes there with privacy, and. Yeah? Anthony, yeah, yeah. You were, you were giving us a rundown of like your thought process of like how deep you take your thoughts on privacy. Yeah, like you're heading in the Odell direction. Yeah, I mean it's it's it's
4: what I like to say Armored like the vehicles the, <laughs>
2: and rolling with the fucking crew.
4: Yeah, I've got it's like the privacy paradox, and I, I've talked about it a lot. But it's it's this concept where just. You know so much about privacy, yet you, there's still a lot that you leak and, and you know in all which ways, like, you know, if I give this person my name or my signal, telegram, whatever information, I just, in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, they can use this information, like, they can correlate it. You know, if I tell someone I'm leaving at this time and I'm always leaving at that time, like, they can maybe, like, start following. Like, it almost gets to the point where, like, it's almost like, um, almost gets to the point where it's just, uh, it's, it's uh, you know, uh, schizophrenic sometimes, <laughs> to the point. Um, but you know, it's it's not like you know I'm going to be screwed, um, and, and you know just by having casual conversations with me, but it's like in the back of my mind, like, okay, I just gave this like random person my name um, or things like that. But I don't know. I, th- I probably think too much about it. Um, and yeah. what I want to do soon is just like kind of like write on a piece of paper, like all my different like threat factors, all what I think all the risks are um, and just like, okay, what do I need to do to protect against that? Or maybe just say, okay, that is not really a concern and just kind of dive in. I'm going to write an article soon about like reevaluating like your privacy and public persona in the Bitcoin space because it's, uh, it's kind of throwing me for a loop a little bit. But that's just like my whole internal rant that I've been thinking about for a while.
2: It's really fascinating because this is one of the conversational spaces inside of Bitcoin where like, I disagree with a lot of Bitcoiners and like in like the, th- the the trend of like the, maybe the general thought process of like how this thing plays out or like the necessity of playing it out you are like much more thought provoking in the idea of like, how do I protect my privacy? And I know a lot of Bitcoiners that are also really on board with that idea, right? Like they spend a lot of time, like they announce themselves as like anon names until they like genuinely know that they want you to know their name and they have anon profiles online and they're like super hyper focused on this idea of privacy as a right. And like, I'm I'm all for privacy if like that's what you want. I think when you start introducing the idea of privacy as a right, I actually don't agree there because I, I don't I, either. Yeah,
3: I mean, either. Oh, me neither.
2: Oh, like, interesting. I okay. know it's me, not a
3: right. Me and Anthony have had this conversation before where like, you know, it's something you, like you need to defend yourself. Like if you're just like giving all your information to Google and then like, oh, why are you selling it? It's like, well, don't give it to them, you idiot. Like Like, you know, you have to defend it yourself. Like same thing with like a job or something. Like you're not owed a job. You have to go out and earn it, your privacy, like, you have to actually take steps forward to actually accomplish it.
2: Okay, cool. Well, then that's fascinating because I've always kind of seen this through the lens of like more people believe that it is like privacy as a right. Um, but I'm fascinated now to see that there's more people who don't necessarily view it as a right because I I agree with that kind and of thought like process. A lot
3: of the like privacy as a right. People are just like, oh, you want to make laws so Google doesn't sell your data. It's like, well, it's not privacy. That's just like custodial privacy privacy. Google has all the data, they can do whatever the hell they want with it, but they're just not going to share it or do certain things with it. But it's like, they can still, they still have the information, they can get hacked and they can get leaked. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, at the end of the day, like, if you want like real privacy, like other people can't have your information and at that point, then it doesn't matter if it's a right or not. You have to actually defend that.
2: Okay. So with that in mind, then let's just dive into like, why do you two find the idea of privacy so important? whether it's a right or not, like, why is it, like, something you spend so much time thinking about? Like, what is the relevance of your privacy in the way that, like, you outline your privacy? Like, everything that you just outlined, like, I would never think about doing any of that. Like, I'm I'm super out in the public and super open with basically my entire life. Everything about me is just, like, if you want to know, if it's, like, a weird fucking question, if you, like, ask me something, like, super fucking strange where dick? it's like yeah right like well, I mean that's not even that big like <laughs> yeah, no it's, it's not that, that big, big okay okay, okay yeah, yeah, yeah it's like okay <laughs> damn this is what we're diving okay. into lightning yeah yeah right? yeah so it's like, this is it's like the thing is, is like if you ask a question where it's like the thing is like I if I feel like it changes the relationship just answering it like if it's like are you sure you want to know that like I'll probably just ask you like you sure you want to dive down that thread like I'll give you the answer if you want it, but, like, this might get fucking weird, right? So, like, are you ready for that? Um, But I'm pretty out in the open with basically, like, I am 100% open book. If you want to know and, like, insist that you want to know, I'll just fucking tell you. So why, on your end, as, like, Bitcoiners that are more privacy-oriented, like, where does that thought process derive from? I mean,
4: I, I personally, I just think that there's so many different ways where people can fuck you. And, like, from, like, tracking... To stalkers, to strangers, to governments, to corrupted officials, to police officers, to, um, uh, to, to even corporations and companies that are trying to influence the way you think, social media mass marketers uh you know tv stations all of it just kind of the more data that they have on whether if it's you as an individual or all the data as a collective the more they can influence the way you think and you know i i could be in a book sure and then but i could also be oblivious to to the ways that people are trying to use me um to, to, to trying to get into my head and change the way I behave or, or, or act or, or it's just influence me a certain way based on what they know about me, both how I think, what I do, where I go, um, you know, it's sort of paranoia about it sometimes. Um, but I do
2: think these are like real
4: things that are a
2: concern. But you you hinted at this idea that like I, like at least what I caught there was like the real problem that I heard there isn't that they have the data it was that you would be oblivious to how they're using it. So isn't like the real paradox there just being aware and not being oblivious? Because like, yes, they are they know things about me. They know like where I go to shop. They know what I like to eat. They like, But if I'm aware that they know that, then like what, what are they really able to do with it if I'm aware of how they kind of use that data? Like what, they're going to influence where I eat fucking lunch today? Like who fucking cares? Like that's not, to me that doesn't seem like like a significant step of like i'm like all of the mental energy that's spent on like i don't want facebook to like influence where i have lunch for like i need to like track out like spreadsheets of like how do i give away my data like that seems like a lot of things Whoa. for for the awareness Kyle, of
1: i think i think for you it's probably easier because we're talking to the bitcoin bum right so you literally went off grid for like fucking 3 years so like you telling anthony like, no, you can't control. Like, no, you, I, th- I you, think it's a good he, question. No, but I'm saying like he did that, though. He you're, you're doing what he's trying to do. He already did that. So like he's coming back into society now taking like willing to give it up. But he knows he can literally exit society. So it's like, Kyle, you did the exact same thing. So fuck you. <laughs>
3: like he's trying to do it, too. I think, too, like a lot of people don't realize like, OK, like sure, your spending habits or like where, you know, your Taco Bell order is or whatever, like. Sure. At face value it's like, yeah, they know I got a chicken quesadilla, but like you actually reveal a lot a lot of things like there's like a famous case where This this girl she was pregnant and didn't know it but Target knew it before her because of her spending habits And like she got in trouble with her dad because her dad like saw like why are you getting all these? You know baby ads and I was like, oh it turns out she was pregnant and like so like that like it's like Sure, like okay Target knew what she was buying Sounds like fine, but then like she had like real-life ramifications where like her father found out she was pregnant And uh, that shit, like, you know, that can suck. And um, these things can, like, be used against you, too, where, like, you know, people like Facebook and Google are, like, literally, like, influencing elections with, like, different things. And, like, that has, like, actual real-world ramifications versus just, like, oh, I went to, you know, McDonald's instead of Taco Bell today.
4: I think at, like, a deep down level, um, what you're kind of mentioning, so what if they did influence where you ate or... Or, or things like that. It's like at the end of the day, it's not just where you eat. It's how you think. It's how you live. It's how you interact with people even um, and how you view people. But at the end of the day, it's like it's not I'm trying not to just push it all on them as it's their fault. But at a certain point, it stops removing how you would really act if it was just you as an individual. And if you're just eating at this place because, you know, Uber is, Uber Eats is influencing you to want to eat there, then it's like, it's not your decision anymore. So you, I I don't fully believe that it's not your decision because it's always going to be your decision. Right. But I think more and more it influences things that you would not normally do. Um, You're still accountable for it, I believe, but there's a, there's like a balance there.
2: So I think that's, An interesting thought process and like to tie it into the thought process that Ben had, which is like, I think the, the level of like influence that it has on us as individuals feels at the individual level, like less kind of scary or like important as it does to like the fact that like the collective of the individuals starts to influence things on like a grand scale.
3: Yeah, I think that's true. Like, if Google and Facebook had like ten users, like, who fucking cares? But the fact that literally everyone uses them makes it so scary because they can influence society now versus like just you individually.
1: Yeah, I think I think I think even Google is not a usable platform anymore. Personally, I like, agree. if you're
3: using Google, you're not going to make it. You know, it's just one of those things. Yeah. Yesterday, me and Anthony, we were like setting up a doc, and we're like, "All right, we can't use Google Docs. What
2: <laughs> do we use?" <laughs> but so. But to that point man like yes they have a collective of information and they could use it to influence even societal level things right but isn't each and every one of us in hold on isn't each and every one of us working in a space where like we are literally trying to influence societal changes like why is it that like our societal changes are we're you trying
4: to give people a choice we're trying to people give people control back of their own lives and their own actions and their own money
2: yeah, and then and Yeah, then, that's very that's it is a societal change, but but yes, that is a very right. valid and, point.
4: And there's a difference between like trying to change society by rule or control and then trying to change society by influencing and showing them a way and showing them a path to control their own lives.
3: Yeah, like we're just building a parallel system that's better and saying like, Hey, we're doing this thing, please come. We think it's better, here's why versus like Google, Facebook, they're doing like everyone's using us, let's manipulate them into achieve our ends just like yeah
2: that's all very valid cool I, that's yeah that was, it, it's that also a, like kind, kind of ties a,
3: into the vaccine too as well
1: like you know sure you're opting into the vaccine doesn't make it right you know it's kind of the, very, very similar to me when i see like google and the microsoft's and the apples I'm not saying they're as bad as a vaccine but pretty caught co- pretty
2: close well yeah i mean i just sum that up i think that's a that's a pretty good full circle is that it's like the idea of the privacy is like very tied into the the idea of freedom of choice right like because like you said it even at the very beginning it's like you don't you don't get privacy as a right you get privacy because you fight for it and like you get whatever level of privacy you're interested in and at the end of the day that's a choice and like you get to make that choice and should be able to make that choice and that's kind of what like to tie it into bitcoin that's kind of like what bitcoin as a monetary instrument in the world is like trying to achieve is like the ability for everyone everywhere to kind of have every level of control over their life that they like deem necessary
3: yeah i think a lot of like people get scared by privacy they're like oh i can't tell people like what my birthday is like i want to have a birthday party but it's like no like privacy is like you know you you just choose what you reveal to people it's like you know lots of people know my birthday and we we go on party on my birthday and like know, some people know other things about me that's, you know, I don't be public about posts on Twitter, but like, you know, you're my good friend, so I'll tell you. And like, you know, it's things like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I kind of take the Ben approach, too. It's like if I know you personally, I'll share way more with you than I would if you're just some rando on Twitter, some rando on an email chain. You're not going to know anything about me. But if I know you personally, if I have a relationship with you and I feel like you're a trustful person, I'll tell you everything about me because I trust you.
4: Yeah. And I I don't, I don't want to like construe the fact that like, you know, we shouldn't trust anyone or shouldn't like, I want to trust people. I want to tell people these th- these pieces of information about me because they are my friends. I care about them and I hope they care about me and I hope they're not a spook out to get me. Right? <laughs> you think everybody's a spook, <laughs> Everyone is a spook. <laughs> and and the people I don't think are spooks are even more the perfect spook. Uh, but, yeah, but you know what, dude, like you saying that
1: infects me though, because like now whenever I meet somebody new, I'm like, Oh, fuck. I hear Anthony in the back of my head. Wait, is this person a spook? Is this person not a spook? So like the first 10 days of me meeting somebody new, I'm thinking, wait, this is somebody new I haven't seen. Like I, I, like my initial Anthony is going off in the back of my head. Like, are they a spook? Like, what do they want from me? Are they a glowy? Like what,
2: what are they? Right. I'll be completely honest. Last night I literally went, I went all the way down the fucking rabbit hole where I was like, I was in my truck. I just got home. I, I, like open the back doors a little bit. And I was Dude, like, there was a spook van. N- there was no spook van. There was nobody out there, but like I heard a bunch of birds out back and I was like, birds aren't real. <laughs> I was like, I got government surveillance out behind me in the fucking form of birds. I'm like, Oh shit. Like that is that literally had that thought process. Like, why are there so many birds behind my truck at like midnight? Like government surveillance, maybe birds aren't real. Maybe this like uh movement's a real thing here. Could be, could be, you
4: never know. Birds are spooks too. All birds are spooks.
2: At least pigeons. That's what I oh, understand. Yeah,
4: pigeons are the worst. <laughs> yeah, they should be sleeping at midnight. Well, that's ben, have
2: you
1: ever seen a spook in on Austin?
3: Uh I don't know. Like I have like so many friends in Bitcoin. I'm like, I can't like I gotta have fucked up once. Who's the spook? I don't know.
4: Matt Odell's the spook.
2: Yeah. I don't Convinced. know if I I don't know if I've personally had like any interactions with spooks, but like the guy that you said was following you for a little while, that guy definitely felt like a spook. Dude, he was a spook. I definitely believe you. I but think I there's a good, I, I think there's a good strong chance that the the blockchain analysis guy outside of our office oh, yeah. is Fuck. a fucking spook. Well, he's, he's, which he's, guy is that? The like skinny little guy, like real tan, like runs the chain analysis company. He's like always got his hoodie up, back faces you as you're like walking towards the office. I'll, I'll point him out to you. Yeah, okay, he, came he came into
3: the plug lab room one time. He's like, "Are you guys the crypto groove?" And we're like, "We're Bitcoin." And <laughs>
2: Um, like, every time off. I see him now dude it's just like it, it's like all bad energy he's just like really? he gives me like dirty looks he kind of like I just feel this vibe of like fuck these guys I'm gonna show them they, really? they need he, what he I'm looking like,
3: on he was like like for like Zap right he's like you need to like chain analyze, analyze every customer what? and John's like no I'm not gonna add that and he's like you're gonna need us one day it's like dude fuck off like we're not using your shit <laughs> he's, he's literally, literally out to get us yeah. yeah he is a spook for wow. sure now
1: I, now I have to know him
3: like we get like should. like uh Bitcoin Club meetup and like FitDevs. There's both like 150, 200 person meetups. Like you have at least one spook in there. Who is it? For sure. There's there's probably there's one now now probably the, the same out. one that is, was following me for like two, three months. The ones that take pictures
4: at the events because oh, yeah. no one tells everyone I, to I've not. Tell oh shit, you think that's oh you know what? That's a good one point. One guy like took a picture of the whole audience and like five minutes later got up and left.
2: So so Matt Matt Snow is a spook? Wasn't he caught taking pictures of the crowds down there in Houston I don't
3: know they don't say that in Houston but we know, I'm now mixed. I put it like in the doc every time for uh, Austin But devs
2: yeah yeah I, I saw you guys started doing that people
3: just just adopt the liaison, the liaison mask liaizer
2: so
4: that was really cool
2: what, we, so we, we we have,
4: d- what is liaizer so explain the mask and, Li- so and the block Oda? party because that was so cool. that was
1: that was Marty gave it Marty gave it the liaison name so Liazer, it, it's the Ray Liotta laser eye mask. And when I told Marty about it, he's like, you just call it laser. (laughs) I was like, cool. It's it's easier.
4: Yeah. So we took these masks down to Rainy Street when we had the block party. And um, anytime like there was someone taking a picture or video of the crowd, you just like put it up over your head and then you're good to go. Like, sure, I mean, I, I have, like, long, luscious hair that, like, they're stands gonna out. They're going to know it's But at least it, it's, like, It's beautiful, know, Have at, you at, seen it? Look know. at it. It is, it is a good thing. So it's you it like, is long, so shiny. It is I luscious. hair, Anthony. It's so beautiful. Thought, at least they're not, like, face-tracking me or whatever. They can yeah. hair-track me look all they Look at his want.
3: hair today. Or like, you know, you, you recently got a face tattoo, so now they, they don't know what it
2: is.
4: Exactly, exactly. Only you guys can see this face
3: tattoo. Tyler
2: Durden, just facial reconstruction every couple of years.
1: Look at his hair. Do you think that's beautiful hair?
2: Yeah, he's a, he's a good looking dude. Thank you guys. That, that hairdo, it turns. Yeah, around. and then
1: you've been working out too. With you've been working out with Kyle
4: or what? No, Kyle's too hardcore for me. <laughs> uh, but
1: you've been working
2: out too, so you're like slimming down. Not
4: the last few weeks. I'm, I'm super to hardcore.
2: Again. I've been to the gym zero times in two weeks. But
4: like like mm-hmm. I like I told
1: Anthony when I first met, I thought he was like some band frontman from it just came off a of Coachella or
2: something. <laughs> like
4: I was like, who is this cool dude? I like to electric like dress good. because I, I uh, feel good.
2: It, it looks like he just needs, like, a pair of, like, when when he comes in with that, like, long black trench coat, it's just, like, if you just gave him a pair of, like, just, like, non-colored, just, like, ski goggles, like, he'd just look like he was getting <laughs> ready to head out to fucking, uh, what's that one in the desert? Burning Man? Yeah, he'd just look like he's, yeah. like, let's fucking go. I got my van. I got I got my... I got my vehicle, with my tent, ready to go. I'm just heading out to the desert for a few days. We need
4: to do it, man. Just get like, man? Uh, just like one or bitcoin, one bitcoin, one bitcoin. I just called it Burning Van, which you know, was the event salvation. I did after
2: I left San Francisco. <laughs> like my whole van life crew just ended up out in the fucking desert in Arizona, and we were there for like two weeks. We like literally found one campsite and like strewn up like a bunch of like tarps. We were like doing bonfires every night. We did like communal meals during the day. We would walk awesome. down to the river. And we basically just like got drunk, did drugs, and like every night it was like burning burn. Like, it was, yeah, it was dude, to no, do
4: that, but for Bitcoiners. that's what I mean. Like, let's yeah, let's dude. Do I that.
2: Want, this is what I'm saying. Like, I want to set like if we're gonna set up like an actual camping trip, it's not gonna be like I know how to go camping, but like it's hard to do when people like want to have
1: sex with they the bears. Want, they
2: want to have fucking Wi-Fi so they can work during the days. Like, you actually have to like to go camping like the way I like to go camp. You gotta fucking turn it off, man. You gotta take a vacation and like let's make it a trip. Let's like get in some vehicles, like like rent vans, like get let's tents, so whatever you have to do. But like, let's take 10 days and like, let's go make it a Let's thing. do it on the so, way to Miami. So, let's do it on the way to Miami.
3: Oh, wait, you pitched that then. It's maybe like a privacy thing. be like, oh, we're all going off the grid. Fuck and then, yeah. they, then Bitcoin's like, oh, I'm going off the grid. Yeah. we we'll just get those tags and we start our own yeah. mesh network around each other. Oh, the Ooh. mesh network.
2: That'd be cool. I mean, it'd be a cool fucking, it'd be a cool trip, man. Just like get Bitcoiners together, like make bonfires at night. Like just let's chill out it the, out week the before fucking wilderness. Miami.
1: Let's just do it the week before Miami. Fucking just like road trip to Miami. Yeah,
2: but we'll just take like our I could time. like, figure out the map for all the way there. Here to Miami. There's probably and a we'll handful just camp of all the way there. places. I've never like, I'm down. I've never like looked at the map in that general direction. Some of my favorite places, like if I could just like pick a spot and just like, let's go here, I'd probably just like from where we're at, I'd go back to New Mexico. That would be like the ideal. Like if we're looking for like 10 days, I'd just take like a crew of people to New Mexico. It's a lot of really beautiful outdoor nature spots, just like way out in the middle of nowhere, like beautiful rivers, beautiful trees. Like it's fucking good, man.
3: Let's do it. We gotta come up with a name, though.
2: Yeah? We'll figure something out. Burning
3: Bear? I don't
2: know. Burning Bear? (laughs) (laughs) Are there bears in New Mexico? Every fucking night, Ben Bird's a teddy bear, and (laughs) we fucking dance around it praying for rain.
1: Did you write did you write that on the Pleb Lab thing? Kill all the what'd you write on the pleb? I didn't
3: write that. Someone wrote Fuck oh, the Bears on the WebSock. Oh, I thought you board. wrote that. I was yeah. like I wonder, lab. Fuck
2: I, the Bears. I was yeah. like, I wonder
1: who wrote that? Ben Carmen. <laughs> no, I did not
2: write that. Fucking. <laughs> That's a good segue though. Let's do another quick segue, right? So, Ben, you brought up awesome Bitcoin Club, Bit Devs, well, and now Before we're, you before yeah. you get into that. Okay.
1: It was announced today. Fuck your segue. No, no, no. It was announced today. The Godfather has returned.
2: Justin Moon.
3: Oh, yeah. It's that's true. awesome, dude. That fucker didn't tell me until I got the email from Parker. Right?
2: Wow. You got that are closer. So that's like less surprising for me, even more surprising for you.
3: But, Kyle, literally tell everybody. I think I
1: told you, right, Anthony?
2: No, we told Ben.
1: So Ben's the only one that knows the story about the Kyle and Justin Moon story? Maybe.
2: Okay. You, you, okay. you were there. Kind of like the flip flop.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. So, 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 literally, Kyle, tell the story of the, the Justin Moon story. This is crazy. Everybody who's listening right is this
2: now
4: is a story he wants everyone to hear. No, that? no,
1: no, no. It's a story. It's not it's just an
2: interesting coincidence. It's an interesting
1: honestly. coincidence, basically. Okay. And I and when I remember when he told me, I was like, really? That happened? And I was like,
2: oh shit. That's an interesting parallel. But it, it's it is ahead. true. So go like, ahead. All right. So like when I arrived here in Austin, I I, I came for Bit Devs. Essentially, like the the like 18 months around the country, I like got into Bitcoin kind of like lost the entirety of my van life community and was like searching for what the fuck was next in my life. And I just did what I always do. I just basically like asked the wind. I was like, where do I go next? And like the whisper was like, go to Austin. So I landed here and I went to fucking BitDevs. I heard about some things. Like I heard about BitDevs and I like went to check it out. I went to my very first BitDevs and I was like talking to some people over barbecue at Cooper's. I went over to the bar to grab a drink And like, as I'm grabbing a drink, I'm just like there, I'm at the corner. I hear this guy talking something, something van life. And I like turned around and I'm like, Oh yeah, man, like we should talk. Like I, I could help you with that. I've been like van lifing for like five years and it's, it's Justin. So we like actually kind of talked about van life for a little bit. And like a few days later I was like, yeah, come over, dude. I'll like show you my build and I can like help you get yours going. Right. And like he came over, he checked out my build. We went out to his friend's place, and I literally basically I basically helped him put up walls, a ceiling, the bed frame. like he went from like fucking maybe like two percent build done to like forty percent build done in a single day. He was just like almost ready to hit the road. And uh, it was interesting because we like we talked a little bit from there, and then he just dipped. I like saw him at maybe one more bit devs, and then he like hit the road and like started this like crazy vagabonding journey. And after he left, I kind of launched Austin Bitcoin Club and started this like Bitcoin community thing going on in Austin. And it was like just really fascinating. The car points out, he's like, dude, that's so wild. Like you two literally just like switched places. Like uh, like Justin literally started uh, the Bitcoin scene in Austin and you were like van vanlifing and then like you show up and now he's van vanlifing and you're like kind of relaunching this new scene for like community and Bitcoin in Austin. And I was like, well, wow, that is really fascinating. It's kind of crazy how that happened.
1: Yeah. It was like, it, it was like when he told me that like two months, three months in, I was like, wait, does anybody know this? Like, that is such an interesting, like,
4: I don't know. What do you call that? Like coincidence, I guess. Fate. Okay. fate? Yeah. No, it's kind of cool. I I, I like it because it's. Um, you know, I I mad respect for Justin, just like going off grid and just leaving. You know, I, I always think about that all the time, just like taking my little forerunner and just going and just saying peace, guys. I'll see you when I see you. So I guess we'll see we'll see Justin Moon soon. So that yeah, be nice. see him tomorrow.
2: Nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I I asked him a while back, uh, like before we knew we were gonna do the block party in December. I was like, dude, he because he we had talked and he said he was gonna try and be back. or probably like spend the winter in Austin. And I was like, great, dude, like if you're back for December 2nd, like I'd love to have you as the guest speaker for Austin Bitcoin Club. Like it'd be I think that story would be like a cool kind of like full circle end of year like thing like because it is it's like an interesting and unique kind of story that like most people don't actually know. And I honestly I don't even know if like Justin himself kind of like put that correlation together like it's like that unique coincidence kind of thing where like he meets me. He takes over like a life I had been living. I meet him. I kind of take over like a life he had been living. It was a. It's like a very fascinating, just like strange thing that just happened in. It's in very the weird. Universe. It's so, very
1: weird, but it it makes sense.
2: Like it's we'll just, see if we can get him in for January, man. January 6th yeah, would be cool. just as cool. Like usher in the new era, where both of us are now back in Austin, and like we're both semi nomadic vagrants who. So I, I was work gonna say like, like the the community scene of Bitcoin.
4: Now that now that Justin's here, you're gonna leave, right?
2: Uh, finally no. yeah. this town's, this town's uh, it's, not it's, big it's enough for, for the two of you
1: <laughs> no Kyle wait <laughs> no, no
2: I'm not going anywhere man I'm gonna be here for I don't know maybe forever I never say never but like or ne- I never say never forever, forever. and I never say forever well I
1: think Pleb Lab is just it's too big to leave at this well, point Pleb
2: Lab is just like it's too early to leave and I find it too valuable to, like, n- not be working on. like
1: It's not even valuable. It's more like the people that we're helping
2: is too important. I don't Well, I don't mean valuable in just, like, a monetary sense. I mean it's too valuable to me. Like, I love Pleb Lab. I love working with the people in Pleb Lab. I love working in Bitcoin. Like, again, dude, like, I was so ready to be in Bitcoin when I got here. It didn't matter what the fuck I was going to do. Like, I made jokes with Justin where I was like, I don't, dude— get me in at Unchained. Like, I don't give a fuck if I'm just the janitor, like, picking gum from under a table. Like, they're going to have the cleanest fucking building ever because I'm (laughs) all fucking in. And, like, and now I'm all in, and I'm all in in Pleb Lab. Like, Austin Bitcoin Club, Pleb Lab, and our events, like, that's fucking what I'm doing here, man. And, like, Pleb Lab uh, particularly is, like, that's a, it's like a 10, 15-year vision, man. Like, it's, if it is, in fact, the first Bitcoin accelerator, and, like, it tries to aim to do what like the first tech accelerator, Y Combinator did like, look at the value that came out of that. That's where you start talking about the monetary value, but like just the impact. Yeah, dude. And honestly, like I fucking love hanging around Bitcoiners. So like I could think of worse ways to spend the next like 10 to 15 years of my life than to just like be in an office space with like fucking cool ass wizards who are building cool projects every day and just like have this kind of like core ethos about them where it's like, I just, like, they're my fucking people, man. Like, I don't, like, what more can you say? Like, there's not really much I need to say there. Like, this whole fucking room is just people I really love and appreciate. So, it's like, I want to keep doing that yeah, for What do you a guys while. think
1: about it? Because you guys are there every day. Um, what do you all think
4: about it? I, like, I was just saying earlier today, like, I I, I can't imagine my life as just, like, a normal job. Or, or even what I was doing before. I mean, I've been in a, a developer in the Bitcoin space, I guess, four or five years now. And... It's like up until like I guess when it, when three four months ago something like that.
2: Um, yeah, probably just hitting three months, dude.
4: That's that's insane. It, it feels, feels like, like it's, way longer. It feels doesn't like it? a year. I'm, I'm here like pretty much every day. Uh, and some of us are here every day. Some of us are here every day. <laughs> some
2: of us sleep here.
4: <laughs> um,
2: I've never slept here, but <laughs> I'm here when I should be sleeping, but I ain't sleeping.
4: Yeah. Uh, No, it's just, it's just crazy. Like, cause I was, I was remote before as well and I would do co-working spots and things like that. And it's just, it's just doesn't, doesn't compare. Like the idea that I can like sit in a place where it's like all my friends, all the people I love and care about, will eat dinner, we'll go to each other's houses we'll or vans and, and we'll just like hang out and have fun, but also like get shit done. And like, you know, there's never a moment where it, you know, I feel that, uh, like I don't want to be like every day I go in, sometimes it's, sometimes it's a lot. Sometimes it's like it, every day is like kind of crazy in a way, like something new or exciting or I learn about something, whatever. But like some days I'm like, you know, maybe I'll stay home and just relax or whatever. But every time I've come in and it's pretty much every day, I'm just like, I'm so glad I was like, this was such an awesome day.
2: And how do you feel on the days that you do stay home?
4: I mean, I, like, I think last week was pretty much like the first week I stayed, I had so much errands, I was moving, whatever, a lot of stuff going on. But like last week was like the first week that I just actually like stayed home and just like didn't really get any work done, pretty much didn't do nothing and. Yeah, I mean, I um, I don't know. It was a nice little little break because like I've been spending like pretty much like eight to not eight to five or whatever with, with everyone every day for like three months. Uh, it is it is it is like a loss. I was like, okay, okay, maybe get a little separation from people. It's healthy, uh. But no, I mean, like, uh, but then on yeah, the, on Monday this week I was like, okay, can't wait to get fucking back at it.
2: Yeah. I think obviously like as a human being, we are a social species, but like there's uh there's a healthy balance of like, you, you can't be around people all the time constantly. Like we, we also need our alone time, but like I, cars talked about it. Like this was like going a ways back when he like went out of town for like a long weekend. I know I've experienced it when I've taken like quick trips away. It's like, if I, if I like leave here and I spend like a day, a day or two alone's great. It's actually, I, I like get, even more accelerated like for like I need to get back to Pleb Lab if I'm like I'm not alone but I'm around normies like alone I'm like okay this is kind of relaxing not at Pleb Lab and then surrounded by normies and then I'm like holy fuck I need to get that's back to worst. Pleb Lab yeah. yeah it's like holy shit yeah, yeah
1: that actually that, like what I'm telling what you told like that's what happened to me where I was gone for like four days
3: alone with
1: normies I wanted to kill myself
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah like going home for Thanksgiving I was like Oh, I get off work. This is nice. And I was like, like I love my family, but they're all fucking normies. And it's just like, I like, I can't take you. I'm not voting. They're not getting vaccinated. Leave me alone. And just like, yeah, having like the most like mundane conversation. You come here. It's like, oh, let's talk about like, see lightning versus L -L 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 and D versus Bitcoin and like all this shit. Or like, you know, we come with ideas. Yeah, and like, you know, it's a lot of fun here and really good friends. Yeah,
1: I love. Yeah, Ben, dude. I don't think people realize how fucking funny Ben Carmen is. dude. <laughs> he's probably the funniest Bitcoiner I've ever met in my life. Like, n- hands down, dude. Like, is anybody funnier than fucking Ben Carmen? We get to
4: watch him fuck bears all day.
3: Yeah, it's a little awkward. It's like, oh, like, like I have an audience now. but Ben
2: likes the show. <laughs> it's like a small room with 10 people and then a, a bear that he's fucking. I'm never going to forget the fucking moment at the Bitcoin block party where I like went in to take a piss and I find I find Ben pretty drunk and. I give him a little a little shoulder massage and he turns around and he gets so excited. He's like, Kyle, car owes us money. <laughs> yeah. he, like, where's that fucker at? He owes us sats. And I'm like, I'm like, Ben, he's right over there. And I like just point to the end of the road. I saw like,
1: Ben coming around the corner. He was just like boom boom I was like oh fuck here comes Ben he's coming for me <laughs> I was like shit this is what he looks like killing bears oh my
4: god was and that it was, right after you bought 20 shots of tequila that was like two hours later we were,
2: yeah. we, we, we
1: were all really fucked he up he was definitely oh.
2: drunk and, and he was like let's go get him and I was like I'm gonna take a piss I'll be right behind you and I literally like I like I didn't even have to, like, take a single step. And he was like, okay. And and he literally did just what Carr just did. He's like, his like, he like perked up. His, like, chest pumped out a little bit. <laughs> his, like, arms started swinging like he's Conor McGregor. He's like, I'm going to get my Bitcoin. Like,
1: <laughs> he, he comes up to, he's like, fuck you, you rainbow bear. Pay me my fucking Bitcoin.
4: I was like, man, okay. Here you go. I'm like, can you sit down? Can you make me an invoice? You know, DLC solved this. Yeah. You guys should have made it a DLC. Uh, ben, why didn't you make it a DLC?
3: I mean, we, we could have. The DLC UI stuff sucks right now.
4: Whose fault is that? Probably not comments. mine. I don't work for them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right.
2: What is a DLC again?
3: Discrete log contract. It's like doing like a Bitcoin, like smart contract based on an Oracle. It's like if we're vetting, like, you know, ho- we're... Lightning escrow. Similar. Ask. Ask. But like, not, well, you can't do DLCs in Lightning, but not yet. Um. But we would do it on chain. But like, you know, so we were betting on how many people show up to the block party. He was a bear and said under 250. We took the over and won. So it would have just like an oracle sign, like, you know, over 250 people showed up and then all his money would go to us. It's crazy
2: yeah. how not even fucking close to 250 it was on the under. Way over.
3: Yeah, it was way over. It was like 400
1: or 500. And, and then 400. Had fucking people there that night. And then like in 400 individual total volume of the transactions,
2: night, like, yeah. Because we, I mean, four four hundred some transactions, three hundred ninety eight active new users. Like in one night, yeah. there were three hundred ninety eight new users you see on Oshi. Stats? Let alone like the people that were already yeah, users like on Oshi, all, like signed up before that night. Like all
3: of blah Lab, we went the week before and tried it out, and so like we were all signed up. And like yeah, like
2: that's yeah. crazy. It is pretty crazy. I there could have been five or six hundred people there that night.
3: And there's like two hundred people just like in. The bar we were at, like, that For place was sure. popping.
2: I think the thing that um is like, crazy to me about that is, like, well, that's actually not crazy to me, but, like, how many people do you think of that, like, 600, 500, 600 people were, like, Austinites? Half? I don't know. That's that's if fair. It. So we got 300 people from Austin, right? Like, how, how do we, like, get to a point where, like, those 300 people... Is it just, like, it's just, like, has to just keep being events? Does it have to be, um, like, a just, like, a more, like, everywhere-esque, like, business? Like, how do you get these users to be participating in the network every day?
3: Now that's the hard part because no one wants to spend their Bitcoin.
1: But it still goes back to that same ethos we were talking about earlier where, like, no one's going to want to take dollars in the future, yeah. right?
3: So, but, like, right now, you know, all those... Th- all those food trucks accept dollars. So if you have them, it's like, yeah, get rid of this shit, give it to them. But if you have Bitcoin only,
2: then it makes sense. Um, yeah, but I mean, there's solutions to that where you can spend dollars and be earning the Bitcoin. So like,
0: I think, I think it's at just some point it's friction. just literally,
2: it's just like, um, I think it's just the continue of, the continuation of the growth curve, right? It's just like, it, like maybe I don't want to eat just at the 12 food trucks on Rainy Street.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But obviously like you... As you like growing this out, like you need to get people who want to keep participating in that. Like, I'm actually surprised that even in this office, like we haven't been down on Rainy Street more often. Like, I want yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, we we, 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 got, we just went this past weekend. I mean, I'm not saying I
2: haven't been there, but like us as a group, I mean, like, oh yeah, oh, like yeah. when when why why, why it, the fuck have we not done a, that? It's a
4: bit of a it's a bit of a walk to Rainy, and, yeah, and we are trying to work throughout the day, and we all have meetings and schedules, and it's just like I, I feel I, like I go once a week. I'm I've doing been my there part pretty frequently.
2: Yeah, I'm doing my part, and I go every time like when I am there, and I like talk to all of the. Cause you're going to People 3 you're there going there to three like, forks now and yeah, eating yeah, like yeah, steak fucking, now. Dinner, so. Also,
3: their hours suck. They're like not open like after yeah, time. That's true.
2: That is true. If that's and that's on them, not like, on. The like when corner, I went so.
3: yesterday, literally only one of them was open. I was
2: like, it's frustrating as yeah. shit. Yeah. But that's why we need places like Three Forks who are open at the hours they say they're open.
4: On the Oshi app, there should be just like a green light if it's actually open or not, and they just turn it on.
3: I was gonna tell. Oh, not. that's oh, actually a really cool
2: idea. Like when they're actually in store, they just like turn on the Oshi app and. Or like say open and dude, that's a good idea. We should bring that up.
4: So I never know. Like that's the food, like that was one of the weird things about Austin was the food truck culture. Because I mean, I grew up in uh, around the Dallas area and nothing like there's not a food truck culture there at all. And I don't know Zero. anywhere else in the United States where it's kind of like that. But the reliability mm. of, of it is of just
2: places, but nothing like, yeah,
4: that. like there's so many good places that I would go to. But like, I'm not going to go out of my way to go to a food truck that might not be open. So I almost never go at all.
2: That's fair. All right. So we've also talked about just like the, like that in mind, right? Like the overall scene for, for Bitcoin and Bitcoiners in Austin, it feels like so much changes so quickly. It feels like that, that idea of like three months ago when we were first kind of launching Lab and like talking about what we were doing and talking about like the, the great migration, if you will, it's, um, it's interesting as you get like more involved in what we're doing here and like get more ingrained in the kind of the system at large, it feels like I, I know more that's going on, but I also like kind of in other areas feel like I'm like less in the know about like what's going on. Do you guys still get the sense that we are in the middle of the great migration? Like, is there still like a flood of Bitcoiners that are flowing into Austin? I think so. I mean, I think it, we might have peaked,
3: but it's still happening. Like, every Austin bit devs, they always say, like, okay, who recently moved here? Who's this first bit devs? And it's always, like, at least 25% of the people are, like, yeah, I was my first bit devs or first time in Austin or I just moved here. It's it's insane. And I mean, it used to be a lot bigger, like, a lot more growth. But it's still, like, we're still getting a ton of new people. And, like, every meetup I always meet, at least one person's, like, moving here in the next month, can't wait. And I we all have friends, too, that are, like, planning to move here that haven't pulled the trigger yet. So like the lease isn't up or something like that too. Yeah.
4: yeah. Sometimes, sometimes it takes longer than just like a few months to get people to move, you know? So like I think they're on their way. Um, But yeah, that, that was a crazy thing about... And it goes back to like how do we start getting like more than, than the hundreds of people that, that we get showing up? Because if it's like 25% of the crowd, it's like their first bit devs. It's like how how have we not like reached like three, four, five hundred people at bit... I mean, for one... We can't hold that many people yet at Bitdevs, but but for two, it's like man, we should be hitting like, and this kind of goes back to I think something something we've talked about before, Kyle, where, um, you say like how many Bitcoiners do you think are in Austin, and you know you're 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 I think you're of the mentality of like tens of thousands or something, but like I'm like okay, where are they? Why aren't they like sh- like why don't we have tens of thousands at our events? Like
3: it's what, I've met like. Hardcore Bitcoiners in Austin that had no idea about that. They're in the Bitcoin capital of the world they're exactly like, they're like there's a Bitcoin meetup here I'm like dude, you live in the city with like the most Bitcoiners in the world and they're like What and it's like you
2: send the length. they're like, oh wow I'm gonna show up now and that's yeah. why and that's where it comes back to the other thing I've talked about Which is that like it's great to like have the fucking bat signal in the sky saying like come to Austin that's necessary and we should keep beaming it out there. We should probably put up a second and a third fucking signal and, and we should start banging some fucking drums on the ground too. Like we should oh, keep yeah. doing that. But I, I think it's crucial that there's something or someone or some group of people that are constantly like getting it more organized as well. Because I again, I agree with Ben. There's a lot of fucking people out there. I meet them on a regular basis now just like out and about like you just, like, at the food trucks, you're, like, trying to pay with Bitcoin. Somebody's behind you, like, is this a fucking taco truck? Like, it, it's, it's got fucking taco, like, in the name on the side of the truck, dude. <laughs> yeah. But since you're here looking for tacos, like, they also accept Bitcoin. And, like, oh, shit, they accept Bitcoin? Like, yeah, did you know you're in, like, the Bitcoin capital of the world? And it's like, no, I didn't, but that's really fucking cool. I have some Bitcoin. And it's like, everywhere I go, there's people who, like, in this city particularly, everyone knows about it. Well, even if they're not like a Bitcoiner, everybody knows about Bitcoin here. How do you keep getting more people integrated into it? How do you keep getting more people aware? How do you keep getting more people plugged in? And how do you keep that organization growing? I think that's really the trick because I, again, I do think we are thousands and thousands and thousands strong already. Um, I don't, and I also think we've talked about this as well, Anthony. It's like, we don't need to have all 10,000 at a fucking meetup mm-hmm. that, that like, it's we probably that, excessive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. Maybe at an Austin Bitcoin club meetup, but probably not <laughs> at bit devs. Like that's, that'd be a, a probably a terrible bit devs, honestly. But, um, yeah, we'll like, we'll find a way to keep doing it. Cause I think there's a lot of people out there. If you're listening, join us. Austin Bitcoin club. But, uh, yeah, it's like, there's a lot of Bitcoiners here, man. We just got to keep finding a way to get them organized and get them corralled. We just need to march down the streets with a Bitcoin flag. People really appreciated that, man. I like, who, who was I with today? Oh, I was actually talking to one of the guys here at, uh, at Capital Factory and he was, he was like telling me he's been like buying more Bitcoin. And he was like, he's like, your like your energy level that night, like really inspired me. He's like, he's like, I knew you were like really into this, but when you were like literally running down like the main road of like Austin, like with a Bitcoin flag, like between lanes of cars, like screaming freedom and like pointing at people's windows, like I was like, He's like, I don't know if you heard me, but he's like, you made me scream too. He was like, you got me super passionate. I was like, that's awesome.
1: There is so much. I I saw a lot of like Twitter videos and then people were sending me videos just in my DMs. I guess because they didn't want to dox people. But um, it kind of looked like that movie. uh, Did you ever see that movie? Ah, It came out in the 2000s about these kids that get like superpowers and they like start doing crazy shit. Like what kind of superpowers? They like can fly. They like can Chronicle? Yeah, Chronicle. I love that so movie. So they were sending me all these videos in my thing. And like literally was like, I saw Kyle from like the rooftop. And then I saw <laughs> Kyle from like this other angle here at Capital Factory. And then I saw Kyle on the street, like a street. I saw, I have like four different videos of like Kyle doing all these crazy shit walking down hundreds of people with the Bitcoin flag and I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, yeah, this that's is, surreal. It's crazy. Like, you're
4: also at the event already like setting up yeah. and make sure everyone's there. So you're just like getting videos of like Kyle on his way. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck charge. is that's going crazy. on? It was this like is...
3: Chronicle. It was like the
1: movie Chronicle,
3: <laughs> but like in real life. This is um, why I love Bitcoin so much. Like we're so fucking passionate about it and like most like a lot of people are like, "Oh, Ben's in the Bitcoin. Cool," and but like they don't know. Like, no, this is my fucking life. Like, I, this, my entire life goal is to make this thing happen. I know, like, all of you guys are the same thing. But It's like you talk to, like a crypto person or just a normie. Mean, like, they have no like passion or like, like I will die for this thing. Like, yeah, yeah. And I was talking. Thing.
2: I was talking to another one of the guys in PubLab, Lab Sam yesterday, and like. we were talking about the same subject of like hanging out with normies and like how like it becomes the more ingrained you get into it, the more difficult it becomes to be around normies. Even people that are like really close to you, like family, right? Like, like to your point, Ben, I could go home at Thanksgiving and it's like, I'm just literally sitting there silently like watching sports ball and like hearing my, like my cousin's wife talk about like a, a need for like an upgrade to the brand new house's cabinets. And like, maybe it's time to upgrade the car and like this thing that doesn't fucking matter, and this thing that's just kind of like small talk. And I'm just like, I don't know how to talk about anything it's that's not Bitcoin anymore. Because literally, even small talk at this point comes through the fucking lens of Bitcoin. Like, Bitcoin's not just a monetary instrument. I'm just not, I'm not like buying Bitcoin and like that's the end of the road. It's like, Bitcoin is literally my life. Like I am one with Bitcoin. Like even fucking small talk comes out through like I wanna have small talk, but like through like the literally like the world view that I hold is that Bitcoin is the most important thing ever. It has changed everything. Yeah. And when you don't get that, I don't really know how to talk to
1: you anymore. Do you think this is kind of what I think me and Kyle have brought up before? And um I kind of wanna bring it up, but I want to make sure I bring it up in like the correct way or the correct framing. Um you look at the like the the OGs of bitcoin and they created the bedrock for us right so that we we can come in and like kind of take bitcoin into the next like we can do our time i guess kind of like cuz you look at the the OGs of bitcoin in the 2010s like what they did for bitcoin and how they created all this bedrock for us and how how we're coming in now and how we're kind of building now on top of the bedrock they built for us and then hopefully in the future there'll be future bitcoiners what do y'all say whenever you see some of those OGs like do things for what looks like a cash grab and stuff like that? What do y'all think about stuff like that?
3: Is it just best to like keep quiet about it or? And yeah, frankly, I don't care. Like, you know, I'm not going to do it. I, I don't want to sell my soul. But if you want to, you know, like sell your soul to go work on ETH or do promoted tweets, like. I
2: don't you know. even think it's that. I, I like, there's like, I see things every once in a while where it's like, it, it's not necessarily like shit coining in like the terms that like they've gone and started working in shit coins. It's mm-hmm. like it's like shit coining in the sense that like I know how long you've been in this space. Like I know how deep you are involved in it. Like I see like small little subtle signs every once in a while where I'm like, why are you asking for that? Like
3: I mean, I, And you might just be like overestimating people as well with like you know some people like like um like I was in California last week hanging out with um Eric Lombroso, and he's like, yeah, like, I would process thousands of Bitcoin a day, but it was just, like, it was valueless then, so it didn't matter, and it's like, so, like, you know, if you had that mindset, you might have, you know, maybe you had, like, 10,000 Bitcoin at once, but, you know, you just played with it and lost it all, and you, now you only have maybe, like, 10 or something, but, like, it's still a good amount, but, like, you know, these people might have just, like, not taken it seriously as it is now, like. Oh, so you're saying,
1: so you're, okay, so that makes more sense, and that's why I was trying, that's why I asked the question, because I want to make sure I, I got the framing right, but I also. Really ask the question because I want to know where they're coming from. Yeah. But now that you kind of explain it that way, you're saying that they the reason we have that bedrock is because they probably paid for it.
3: Yeah. I mean, like all of us, I think, um, you know, like I'm, I'm guessing all of us have like all or at least significant majority of our net worth in Bitcoin. And like, that's just like a standard thing. Like if, if there's
2: anybody in this room right now that doesn't have yeah, all, get out.
3: Like if you, if, if like, if I said only 70% of my net worth is in Bitcoin, you'd all like Give me like dirty looks <laughs> and like not want to hang out with me anymore. But like, if you did that in 2010, you're like, you're a fucking madman. And like, it just been leg- Legitimized not legitimize a shit ton since then. And like, you know, before it was like a cool project that was like, oh, it's going to be money. But, you know, but also like it crossing $1 was like a momentous moment. And now it's like, you know, if it moves $3,000 a day, you're like, who fucking cares?
1: I guess that makes more sense. Cool. Thanks for clearing that up. I, 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 I just wondered.
4: I want to go back to a concept though that you mentioned. Um, not so much on the people that are, you know, end up shitcoin or whatever, but just it's kind of crazy because both the you, you guys are an example of this, but I see it more and more and more, and and you know, it, it's just uh, the new people coming in and like building upon the 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 foundations of everyone else. Like it's it's happening more and more, and and it's it's actually like its impact. Is tremendous for the space, not just you guys, just all over the space in general. It happened, you know, 2007, the 2017s when I c- came in as a newbie. Um, and then, but like people, even now, like I'm trying to do more and more for the space in, in impactful ways. But it's it's almost as if, like, not, not all of them, but like as if the Bitcoin OGs, like you get comfortable doing what you were doing before, you may, you maybe take less risks or um, you, you're, you're just, you, you're trying to build comfort for yourself. Maybe you were in the craziness for a while and you don't need crazy anymore. So, um, but like people are looking up to you still, you're still an influential person. You're just not taking the risk. You're not doing the crazy things anymore. Um, but then like other crazy ass people like you guys come into the space and just like have this tremendous change for the industry. I mean, like, you, you know, I even, I like when I moved to Austin, I was like, okay, awesome. Like, Austin is Bitcoin capital, right? Okay. Where can I spend my Bitcoin? Oh, look, nowhere, nowhere until, until like Michael came in uh, and within one week he like onboarded five or six businesses onto Bitcoin in that same fucking week that he came. Uh, So it's like, it's like things like that, like we're, we're all comfortable with where things were at. Uh, But then like, like not newbies in the sense of a Bitcoin newbie, but in the sense of like an influential person, someone that it's doing action and creating change, like a newbie in that sense. It's it, like, I'm. it's such a blessing to be able to have new people come in and I completely think, change everything.
3: I think that's a super good point. Because like, you know, if you got into Bitcoin in 2010, like, literally like Bitcoin had accomplished nothing. Like, you know, it solved the double spend problem. But like, that didn't mean much at the time, as if, unless you're a nerd. Versus like, where does that now? It's like, holy fuck, Bitcoin is destroying. So like, they've already had their win like 18 times. And they're like, we fucking won, awesome. Versus like, if you come into Bitcoin today, you're like, this is Bitcoin, we got to progress it. And Now that means like pushing the envelope, getting business to accept it, making it legal tender, whatever the hell. And um, so like that's what people are pushing for, for now. But like the OGs, like, we already had our wins. We think it's one, So like they don't, like them places accepting it's cool to them. But it's like everything's just gravy now. Like, you know. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like they pushed it as far as they could take
1: it. And then it's now for, for our generation to take it, the next step that we need to take yeah. it.
3: Well, it's just like a different framing. Like they've seen it like, Far none, succeed every expectation they had. So it's like they feel like, you know, their expectations have already been met and far exceeded versus, like, people coming and say, like, Bitcoin's the future, let's make it the f-. But they think, like, the, the state is that today is, like, the default. Now we need to push it, push yeah, it.
2: We have to break our own expectations. Yeah, exactly. We, like, they had expectations. They broke them. They put in the work and, yeah. like, did it. And, like, they they got to their goals and then some and then did it again and then did yeah. it again and like now we're like just coming in where it's like okay th- this is like this is where i came in and i have these expectations and now i have to go beat those expectations get to those expectations beat those expectations and then do it again so yeah that actually is, is a yeah. really good framework like if you imagine like you're like in bitcoin in like
3: 2009 or 10 you're like oh this is awesome we can make like a drug market uh you know build something like, and then you know the silk road happens and it's like super successful and then you know in 2021, it's still like, there's still like clums of, they're super successful. And the the price is like, you know, back then, you know, a dollar was like insane. And now it's $50,000. And so that's awesome. And today, when you come in, you're like, it's legal tender in one country. We've got to get all of them. And it's like, that's the goal now for like the, whoa, that'd be crazy. Because this is what's perfect for.
2: Yeah. Now it's Austin secedes from Texas as its first independent nation city exactly. state on the Bitcoin standard, which is coming by the end of when? Where are we all optimistic that we... I think that, 2024. Next week. Next week? That's foolish. pretty bearish. <laughs> that's uh, that's. I was not,
3: thinking not,
4: tomorrow. Not <laughs> tomorrow?
3: I got, tomorrow's bit devs. I got plans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Friday. Friday. Friday's a hackathon. We'll be out of town. Uh, are you guys
1: going to Houston or what? Yeah. yeah. Should be fun. What do you What are you guys going to do there?
3: You going to announce the
1: uh, the Led Zeppelin of Bitcoin? Is that what we're doing, <laughs> no, dude? Did you sure, tell them yeah. the name? Can, can we uh, Can we announce can that we in this podcast, or, or is it too
2: soon? Too soon? I don't know. I don't know. Ah, a, you guys are we're, so we're so, gonna, we literally came up with it, it yesterday? But, like, <laughs> but did you Did you give them like the the name we talked about this morning? I sent you that picture on Slack. Oh, did you really? Let me check it out, dude. I had a really good name for them, car. My creative juices are well, flowing I don't know if they want today. to
4: announce anything, though, Kyle. You shouldn't probably say anything. Well, what's cool is, though, like, you know, on this topic without diving into it, it's it's cool, though, because, like, we'll have ideas in the club lab, like, all the time, and we'll talk about cool little things, and it's just, like, all it kind of takes is, like, hey, do you want to do this? And we look around, and we're like, do you want to do this, too? And like, yeah, I have time. Let's
3: do it. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> oh, shit, bro.
4: Fucking let's go. Oh my god, you literally gonna do it? No, no, so I want like probably you make something like that without stealing that guy's art. Whose is this? I, this I, think, it's, I think it's Led Zeppelin's actual art.
1: Yes, I will make something like right. this for you. Right. It would be my honor, dude. So, can yeah. I Can I just tell him? I mean, we, we, yeah, like, we can okay, okay, know. okay. So, let me let me say this, Kyle, please. Let me say this it's my honor to announce that Ben Carmen. Anthony Ronning and Paul,
2: Paul. are going are are to do last name there too, or is that Paul too Miller. much? There we go. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to, I didn't want to dox him, but thanks again.
1: <laughs> <on his> Twitter. <laughs> he literally said, all right, anyway, so it's my pleasure to announce Anthony Ronning, Paul Miller, Ben Carmen are going to do their own project. They haven't come up with a name yet, but I literally, when they told me this week that they were going to do their own side project, I told him, I was like, that's not fair. You guys are going to be the fucking Led Zeppelin of fucking Bitcoin projects. Like, what the fuck? Dude. Like, seriously, what the fuck?
4: Don't hype it up too dude, much, man. dude. We're just talking.
2: But on that, right? I, I My creative juices, with your thought process helping guide my creative juices, gave me the, the, the name that I came up with, which is BLZ, Bitcoin Led Zeppelin. And if you just, like, pronounce BLZ, it's bulls. Oh, shit. It's kind of cool. Damn.
4: Yeah. But, and, and like well, yeah, we're it, just talking about it but don't hype it up too much. I'm not yeah. hyping it <laughs> right. up but like
1: when you guys were telling me that you guys were talking about it, I Look, was like he, just just the fact the that three dude, you three are talking about You guys are talking about that idea. You can't have that much like fucking, fucking hype. brain power, bro. It's not fair. <laughs> like you're literally creating the like when LeBron went to Miami and they went with Bosh and Dwayne Wade, it wasn't fair. So you
3: guys you guys aren't playing fair now. Stop. We should stop. Then. Yeah. I apologize to the Bears right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, I'm, never, so, I'm never, so never apologize. To I'm the so bird.
1: stoked, dude! Uh, like you guys are gonna be at Pleb Lab, fucking billionaire. That. That's crazy! Like
4: it's insane. It's just the sort of magic that happens in the lab, man. This was to be expected, did, did,
1: right? So let me ask you this: Were you guys? Because you guys all had the you thing, right? Like, was it because you're around all those other people? Like, and you guys were giving them ideas, and was it that because
3: you guys were feeling that? Is that what it was? That you guys wanted to do your own thing? And honestly, like the the like bounty thing, I like saw it and I like just texted it to Anthony, like, look at this, this is cool. And, like because he was like linked in it and then um and then we we're just like talking, like, hey, we could actually do something, and then I guess now it, it was just
0: kinda
4: like an opportunity and and it's like, I mean, yeah, like side projects yeah. are all I mean, just working in, in the space for a while, you know, if, if Bitcoin is our full-time job. We still want to like do hobbies. We still want to like kind of do s- little side projects and stuff. And yeah. I think at this present moment, like all three of us, um, we are working full time at a Bitcoin company, um, which is really an honor to do. But it's like, I also want to just like do something just for pure fun.
3: Yeah.
4: You know, just Bitcoin related, pure fun. And I think we're all in the position where it's like, OK, we can we could do this. You're you
1: like, know? yeah, let's just go start Led Zeppelin. I mean, and we all, <laughs> we all have ideas, you know, crazy. And we're all sort
4: of like thinking in this mindset. So it's Crazy. like, yeah, it's an opportunity. Let's fucking go.
3: Dude, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. going to make that design. And Yeah, I mean, honestly, props to Plob Lab. It probably wouldn't have happened without us, like, being in the same room every day. Honestly. Like, well, I've seen you guys, like, in there,
1: like, going back and forth. And then, like, I, I don't know how many conversations I've overheard where you're like, oh, yeah, that's probably a business opportunity there when you guys whiteboarded. Or I'm just like. Yeah, that's been yeah. a couple of times where I heard that in the last few months. Where I'm just like, yeah. you guys are it, talking amongst each other.
4: It was literally like I think we were just like, hey, do you have like 15 minutes now? Like we just ate lunch. You, you have yeah, like 15 we're, minutes. We're like,
3: we could set up a call tomorrow. I'm like, well, I'm free now. Like, yeah, I am too. And we're like, all right, <laughs> let's go outside. <laughs> yeah.
4: And then we had like on a piece of paper just like all the ideas we yeah. had in 15 minutes. And we're and then at the end of it, I was like, cool. We didn't even need to do ideas, but like, like boom, like yeah. look at this. This is proof that we know enough about it and we have enough ideas to just like go and do it.
1: Fuck yeah, dude! These guys are, oh my god!
2: It's an honor. It's oh, an it's honor. always been it's an honor to fucking work with these wizards, dude. I, Sorry I remember here. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I've told them I many, love it here, I've dude. told
1: you guys many times, like when I used to go to BitDazz with myself, and I would see Anthony there, and I would see like Ben. I'd be like, "Oh shit, there's Ben." Oh shit, there's Ben. Like I would just stay quiet, but like, and then now I get to call you guys my friends. Like it blows my mind.
4: It was an honor. Even like I, I remember the bit, the first bit devs. I was here in Austin. I think it was like March or April or something. And I, I walked up. To, I didn't know anyone in like the Bitcoin like physical space very much. So I just walk up to Ben. I'm like, Hey, yeah, I'm uh, Anthony, and i the,
3: fucking
0: botched
4: This, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Oh, hey, yeah, and, you know. And I was like, oh, Okay. And then I sat down. And then like they said something about um some company I was working at. So I stood up and said something about it. And he's like, After the meetup, he was like, Oh, you're you're that Anthony and then uh, and then what like, does that mean and, then, and like oh no oh, like in a like, positive way it's like oh okay. sorry like I had no idea yeah. you're you know you're, you're, yeah. you, this was you um, I thought you were just some random Anthony uh, I was but like, then like oh, within, to you like, s- like five months later or something like he was like hey do you want to like come up with me and like do do bit devs together I was like oh shit oh yeah that was right like, yeah I was like yeah and I you know it just mediocre Ryan does a way better job at the lightning stuff than I do but I was just like man I love this like even being in a position like throughout the whole year that I've been in like with, with people it's just been like a huge blessing to, to be a part of it I'm just like I'm just like a guy at this point that just loves nah, talking Anthony, about Bitcoin Anthony, stuff think, with Bitcoin people you say yourself dude.
1: short dude you're a fucking rock star bro like I like I knew that first minute I met you I was like this guy is a fucking rock star I, I appreciate that if I'm man, being though.
2: honest he's the one that sold me on you in the office man. I didn't know anything about you he was like you should get Anthony and I was like Anthony who he's like is... and then a couple of people threw your name out in the office too and was like yeah definitely get Anthony and, and this guy was like, you get him. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm on it. Like, uh, cool. So uh, I'm glad that uh, everybody else in the room knew who you were. No, I, had, I love I honestly you guys. Had no idea who you yeah. were. But.
4: Love every day with you guys. It's kind of like, and yeah, I just love hanging out with everyone.
3: I it's like, fun, dude. I like Ditto, like almost all your thoughts, like with BitDevs or like, the only reason I'm doing it is because Justin was too lazy to do it. So me <laughs> and Ryan are like, fuck you, we're going to do it. And then now I'm like the leader of it kind of, which yeah. is like, that's awesome. I have accident, but it's, yeah, it's a ton of fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I think yeah. I think uh, super testnet has said that he
1: would he would throw his hat in there if you guys asked him.
2: So To speak? Dude, to, to do bit devs. You guys yeah. should definitely have him up there for at least one.
1: He would totally do it, he said. All right, yeah. He told me in private. Hey, sorry, I got, sorry, super.
3: I got his, uh, <laughs> his lightning escrow thing on the list for this week.
2: Fuck yeah. Oh, cool. Dude, he like he blows my mind sometimes. Like that guy is like have you ever heard of Satoshi theory? No. Oh, you should ask him about it. So good. So
1: pretty much with me, like I had been wanting to do like a social club for Bitcoin for a while. And, um, and I, we, you know, I would hang around Bit devs and stuff and talk to people. And a lot of people would say, no, you shouldn't do it. You're going to fork everything here. Just leave it alone. And, and I was just kind of like, well, I don't know. I feel like a lot more people want to hang out with Bitcoiners. I think it could be the thing that we should probably do for our, our community. A lot more people are moving here. And I think once a month is just not enough. And then at that point, I had came back from um, the Bitcoin conference and was super inspired by what Jack did there. It was like, I need to do more for my community. And uh, I was already following Kyle Murphy, this uh, YouTuber extraordinaire. (laughs) I think he had had like a small following. But, you know, he would post on Twitter. And, dude, I love watching podcasts. I would watch them. Um. And I was like, man, this guy's super talented. Like, and like he had like a very few, few you know views or whatever. But I would always comment on, be like, keep it up, keep it going. Like, you're doing really well. So, but I I took interest in him because I was like, man, this dude's super talented. I don't think people see the potential in him, but I do. So just randomly, he like DM me and was like, hey man, I heard you know about podcasting. Looks like you know what you're doing. You think you can give me a, a help with it? And I was like. Fuck yeah, I can help you because I'm a car. I help everybody. So literally, we talked on Telegram and I was like, oh, by the way, I want to start the Austin Bitcoin Club. And uh, he's like, you do? He's like, I want to start a club too. I was like, (laughs) cool. I was like, well, the thing about me is though, Kyle, you should probably know is like when I say I'm going to do something, I'm actually going to do it. Like, that's the thing about me. Like, I'm going to put on, I'm going to put my foot on the gas pedal.
2: He's like, he literally said, he said. he was like, he's like, I want to, I want to do like a social thing. And I was like, I do too. Like, I think there's, there's room for that. And he's like, yeah, but he's like, people keep telling me that it can't be done. And I was like, well, I don't know what people you've been talking to, but I for sure think it can be done. And he's like, yeah, I was like, yeah, we should do it. And he's like, he's like, don't tell me that. He's (laughs) like, I'll put my foot on the gas. He's like, I'm I'm like, if you tell me that like, you want to do it, I'm actually going to like get it done. And I'm like, no, yeah, let's do it. And then he was like, okay, cool. Like, I'll, I'll be in touch soon. That's and awesome. he literally hungs, hangs up and I'm just like, okay, at this point, I'm like thinking to myself, cool, I, I hear that kind of like bravado all the time. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my foot on the floor and I'm going to get shit done. This motherfucker calls me back like less than a week later. He's like, hey, dude, I quit my job. Um, are we doing this club or what? And I'm like, <laughs> you quit your job? He's like, yeah, I don't have a job anymore. He's like, I'm going to like focus on Bitcoin. And I'm like, Okay, yeah, let's go. And, like, that ties into Plub Lab even now, dude. Like, part of my, like, criteria for, like, do I want to work with people are, like, are you just a doer? Are you going to prove to me that you just get shit done? And when this guy's like, I'm going to put my foot on the floor, I didn't understand that he meant, like, I'm going to go into my job and be like, hey, you know that raise I asked for that you didn't want to give me? Like, middle finger, I'm out. I got some shit I'm going to go do. And, like, that's kind of how we decided to launch Awesome Bitcoin Club.
1: Yeah, it was really that simple. And I already had kind of scouted him so I really knew like what he had and I was like this is going to be the guy that I'm going to put up there and like I really dude, I had the vision like yeah, for what we were killing it like had the vision for what it was going to be I fun. just know I needed the right guy for it and so like it was it was hit on him too to make it happen but he had to want to make it happen so when I had mentioned it to him I was hoping he was going to say yes but just wanted to see where his mind was at because if he would have said no then cool I would have started looking for somebody else but I already knew I needed to find. If it wasn't Kyle Murphy, it would have been somebody else. But uh, I was glad that he said yes, though, because I really liked him. Who
2: the fuck else?
1: I don't think anybody else could have done it. And it's funny too, because like when we first met, we were
2: gonna do it at Slate Cafe, and uh, it's a funny reminder on the corner across the street every single day of where yeah. where like our humble beginnings were.
1: Yeah, we were literally gonna do it right there at the corner. And so to this day, me and Kyle, when we pull up together at at Pleb Lab, sometimes I'm like. Dude, I love driving by Slate Cafe because it, it humbles me every single time. Like,
2: look where you started. So don't get too fucking. You know, it's hilarious. Before Slate Cafe, I was ready to fucking just hang out under a tree in the park. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, <laughs> no, I want to do it Bitcoiners.
1: I was like, no, we're not gonna do it at a park, man. We're gonna do this seriously.
3: I'm super glad you guys did it. I was like, for a bit, that I was like, I had brought up we should set up for a second meetup to sound as technical, and like my plan is honestly not even do like what you guys are doing. But just do something like. Intro to tech, like, this is what a Bitcoin transaction is, this is what a block is, and explain things like that, because I was like, that's my core competency. But um, people would just, like, shut that down, like, no, we got to, devs is the thing, we got to hard focus on that. But I'm super glad you guys are doing it, because, like, devs is still, you know, humongous meetup, and your guys' meetup is just as big now, with, like, a completely different crowd, too, which is awesome, like, you know. Yeah, I
1: think, I think, I think what also we
3: need. And they're
2: growing everywhere. Yeah. That thing that you just described, that's Nashville. Like the fucking core competency, like, like a meeting that's technical enough to like introduce Bitcoin to people, but not technical enough where it's like for devs. That's what they're doing in Nashville right now, which is awesome because like their community doesn't have a bunch of like highly technical people that are like educated enough to go to a bit devs. But that like, but the community for like Bitcoin is there. And now you just have to like, educate them to like how to use Bitcoin, like how to run a node, like what is mining, like wh- why do you do all of these things? Like what's, the necess- like what's the relevance of cold storage? It's great. And like I think everywhere you go now, you're kind of seeing these like different forks of like how do you do a social club based on your location, the people who run its kind of core competencies. We're just going to keep doing a social thing. There was a thought process that in the beginning we were going to do what Nashville's doing. And I'm glad it didn't go in that direction because it wouldn't have been the right fit. Like what I, I do isn't like intro level, like how to run a node. Like what I do is like, hey, man, I put on cool events and like I like being social with people. So let's set and, up and a that's thing, thing where it's too. purely that.
1: And that's the thing, too, that, uh, you know, I was talking to Mills about it when we were in Nashville was like, I love that you guys are doing all this stuff. I'm so jealous that I wish I could do things like this in Austin, but I can't because I hang out with nothing but geniuses all day. And they already know about Bitcoin, and they are working in Bitcoin. The last thing they want to do is come to a a meetup where they have to sit there and learn about how to run a node. Like,
4: I actually feel bad, so I, I took the road trip to Nashville yeah. uh, specifically just to hang out with Bitcoiners, check out the vibe, see a new place, also be in a new place. You know, the, the fuck, you know, fuck the pandemic stuff. Just wanted to hang out, and uh, I went all the way there for like the Bitcoin meetup, and then like I skipped out on the Andrew Yang like how to use a cold storage the the content part of their meetup, I skipped out on that completely. Cause I was like, I don't want to sit here for like an hour, hour and a half. Exactly. To learn how to and, and, but I was like, but, but I was like, I was, I will hang around and I will hang out outside. And when they're all done, I'm going to jump right up there and like talk to Bitcoiners. Cause like, that's what I love doing.
1: And that's what we made Austin awesome. Bitcoin club, Bitcoin club for is like literally for just the social aspect. And I think
2: that's what we needed the whole time. And with that being said, this is actually something we were just discussing the other day is like do you, do you what do you guys think about where austin Bitcoin club is currently with like its social nature and like the scale of it is is do you guys see places where we could continue to improve upon what austin Bitcoin club is with like the way that it is like wh- like how can we continue to like actually expand out the experience because i I'm not done making it better if I can make it better like it's great and I love what it has become, but like is there room for improvement? And like if there is, where do you guys see that? Should we be throwing it at the Driscoll every 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 time or well, so like it, I, Is it time to be like at the conference center or across the street? Like, like or should we like yeah. should we
1: should we keep it doing it here at Capitol? Or like what do you guys think, honestly?
2: Give us a hard here. Opinion.
3: You have enough room. You haven't outgrown it yet. That's for
4: Not sure. Not yet. Okay. Yeah. And then
3: keep doing beers like we do and chicken.
4: Yeah, yeah. So so I will say um, my my preference would probably be like um, more of a social area because we are out of the like co-working office space. And sure, we can be social and it's big enough and it it, it accommodates all of our needs. Right. But I would say if I had preferences, a little bit of a more social vibe, like like a big bar with a big outdoor area. Um, gotcha. where we just all hang out. That's only my preference. It, Isn't that
2: what we
1: do
4: afterwards we anyways, We do do though? that anyways. Um, but he, um, wants, like he need, wants
1: variety as far as, like, we're going like to move around town. the and place. And not, not yeah.
4: everyone will go to the, the the bars and the social area after as well. So, like, I I do think having... That would be my own preference. That's just that's just my own feedback. You could
1: probably swing that next year.
4: Yeah, well, I, I do think like also like um, there's it, whether if it's part of Austin Bitcoin Club or it just happens out of Austin, I still think there's like a lot of room for improvement on Austin events. Like 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 what Ben was saying earlier, where we have like t- like either tutorials or entry level stuff. Like you know, sure. Like there's a big tech focus. Uh, core group of people in in Austin for Bitcoiners. But we can still also do these introduction to Bitcoin events. We can still do, uh, we can even do like a dev-focused Bitcoin introduction event. So we
1: have plans. I wouldn't say those plans just yet, but uh, we do have (laughs) ideas. We have plans. We do have ideas for something that's uh, like that, but different,
3: that I think people are going to be surprised and don't say anything. I think like a lot of people, like, they know about Austin. They're like, I want to, like, a lot of people, like, even just the bit devs, they fly in every fucking month like from like New York or like all over the country We had a dude fly in from like England to come to the meetup. It's insane And um, and, but like if you're not a dev and not focus on that You're not gonna fly in but like Austin Bitcoin Club or the block party I think other people flew in for and it's like, you know, we need to like basically just get every niche filled in Austin like I, I know 100% I, I mean, We're like definitely missing like on the economics and mining side that like there's nothing is being done in Austin about we're that. missing economics like, There's no like economics focused, um, meetups like you know, talking about Austrian econ, talking you know, about so you think there's room for more different types of meetups, Ben. Every yeah. niche,
4: man. Like, he when he said every niche, every niche, yeah, I, I agree like, with
3: that. SF has a lightning bit devs, I, like, I think that'd be awesome to have in Austin too. Oh, that's cool. Like, it was, just fill out literally every, every like every hole we should like have like 10 meetups for it, and then
4: and even if it's not Bitcoin, like this can come later, but like, even uh, like. Generalized niches that are not even about Bitcoin, but are done by Bitcoiners, like three like D like printing n- or something, three D printing or meat or like yeah. you know farming or whatever it is, but done by Bitcoin, Bitcoiners, and also but like and and because it's led by Bitcoiners, it brings in the Bitcoin crowd. But who as controls well, who you know? controls
3: devs? Is it just Justin that controls it, or it's mostly like uh, kind of an unchained thing now? Yeah, we need to talk to them
1: about doing a Lightning BitDev. Then we need that. Or we just, or we We just just do like we just
4: we don't ask permission and we just do it like that's kind of just the Bitcoiner way, right? Like executor way.
1: Yeah, they have it. No, but I think I think we should. I mean, I don't know.
4: Oh yeah, sure, coordinate. But like, if we want to get something done at the end, I mean, we should
1: ask. We should ask them first. Like, hey, are you guys going to make a Lightning bit devs? I mean, they should probably do it. I think it's on them to do it.
2: I think at this point, I like at the end of the day, like it is on anybody who wants to get it done to get it done. That's like the core thesis of what we've been talking about this whole afternoon. It's like, if you want to get it done, get but it if, done. But
1: if they're doing a bit devs already, they should probably do the lightning bit devs. Well,
2: they probably should. And like, if you want to go give that to them, that's fine. Because at the end it's of the day, it's not giving
1: look, it to them, they, they, they should do it. Sure. <laughs> like, here's the thing. I think Ben just expressed There's that. a
2: lot of niches we just threw out on the table, right? And like, at the end of the day, there actually needs to be enough people in like core competencies to run all of that because like I'm not I'm not the guy to set up like the Austin Bitcoin mining club. I'm not the guy to set up the Austin Bitcoin run a node meetup guy. Like there's a lot of there's different, only so
1: much stuff we can do. Right. Yeah. And it can't just be us doing all I, these well, things. I can help
2: coordinate other people I'll into help. the right yeah. role to start those things. And I can coordinate efforts to like we'll assist even throw money the growth at it. of that thing. Um but yeah. At the end of the day, to like get to that kind of the market saturation, like there's going to have to be a handful of people who like want to get those things done and have the right core competencies to get it done. So I will take all of that uh, kind of like advice or thought process into, into consideration. But any I, guys, if out you're there? out there and like you have any interest in like kind of starting... More niche clubs and like have the right skill sets, reach out to us because we can help you get those things I, launched.
4: I, I think we even have it within within the club itself to to. That's probably to do true. It. So like we we may. You should make that announcement
1: next next month. Or you should make that t- announcement tomorrow and tell them. Yeah. Sorry ready to put you on the No, yeah, I definitely can. On, yeah. yeah.
4: Um It's up to you, Ben. Talk to talk to Paul Miller. Dox him again? Dox him again. <laughs> to put him on the spot because he wants to do this and and he needs to do it. Is what he um, wants to do a lightning bit devs? not lightning bit devs. What is he going to do? Bitcoin, more Bitcoin dev events. Yeah. I not just we lightning
3: specifically. We do like, um, we had plebfi what, like four or five months and ago? And that was amazing. That was awesome. Like, full day of speakers, all really good, learned a shit ton.
2: Um, we could definitely coordinate something like that here yeah. easily enough. Like yeah, uh, but like, like a like hacker it, it weekend. Can't
1: just, it can't just be us doing all these things. It like, doesn't yeah, have to be. Yeah, like, that, like I
2: think that's like the
3: goal. We need like, help maybe like or even like you guys bootstrap but
1: you well, find I mean, funding someone that will that'll... definitely
2: help us be able to get more of these things done more easily. Yeah, if we had funding
1: we, we just need just need we just need to hire people to
2: help us do It's what we really need. And dude, and we're going to get there. Yeah, like if we just keep plugging away like I have no doubt that these these directions but are coming. So but I'd much rather have clubs just step up, you know. Yeah, for sure.
1: Well, anyways, let's not end on a downer note <laughs> cuz like I feel like that's a downer.
3: But
4: um, no, it's, it's no. getting it's getting pumped. Right. But we can't do it all.
3: And that's Like we're doing so much. And like we recognize there's like infinitely more things to do. And it's super. the, the cool reason I brought
4: it up, it's because Austin still has so much more to grow. It's yeah. like what you said, like we can't like one event a, a month. Like that's like you guys have said it's not enough. Two events a month. That's not enough. Three, four, five. That's not enough. We need like to get to the point. Like if there are tens of thousands of Bitcoiners in the city, you mean saturation? different people are gonna appeal to different things and eventually like find their place. So like we need there to be so many options where like and 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 the people will come out. Um it's you know, you build it and they will come, right? So yeah, like I think that's super yeah,
3: fair, like, man. It should be a full-time job to if you want to attend every single meetup. Like that's that's <laughs> the goal. Is it like fight club <laughs> where you literally like
1: you can't come to this one because I'm coming to this <laughs> one?
3: <laughs> exactly. Like I think it's okay, uh I know like a lot of like, you know, if you don't live in Austin, like probably most listeners, like that sucks. You should move here. But also like, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people can't move to Austin or other reasons. And like people see Austin as like this pinnacle kind of like the Bitcoin community. It's like, no, like we're all saying like we need to do like a million more things. And like, so if like you're living like somewhere else, like, man, I need to do something like fucking do it. Like we know we're slacking and we're like kings right now. And like, you know, so like everyone else can do so much more. And it's not that hard, I don't think like. There's lots of, there's probably Bitcoiners in your city that can, that want to help out. They just need that, like, you know, like we said, that someone to like champion it and be the guy. And you should do it if
2: you can. Yeah. And feel it. You should do it if you can and you want to. Yeah. And if you think you should, then like fucking just do it. Like those, those three criteria, man. If you really have all three of those and you're sitting around like not doing it, having those three criteria met. Fucking shame. Yeah. yeah. You, you
3: don't need to be car and quit your job. Like you can.
2: No, actually you do need to quit your job.
3: Uh, and, <laughs> you get a and, Bitcoin job.
2: <laughs> all in. Uh, I think that's about it, gentlemen. What do you think? Anything we didn't touch on?
1: Uh, Anthony, uh, your 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 podcast that you made, Just Me and You, that's going to be on cassette only. So if you want the Anthony Ronning limited edition episode that's coming to a cassette Arena near you. Do you think this was like, could you have anticipated,
2: you like always talked about like, what would we talk about if we did this podcast? Do you like, do you feel like what you imagined it would be is what it was was or like? No, I mean, this is, uh, that was a pretty good
4: riff. Yeah, this is, this is the, it's almost been like two hours too. Like it's a pretty good riff. No,
1: me and Anthony's was better. But like, I figured the world will never know. I,
4: I like, I figured we would also, I mean, we can only fit so much in like two hours, but I think there's this whole like, like, I spend all day basically talking about uh, just <laughs> like deep existential, uh, you know, philosophical things. And like we, we didn't touch on any yeah, of Yeah, we touched on so that in our podcast.
2: So if you're yeah, out there, we'll, we'll have to dive back in for well, like not, round two. It's not
4: competition, but like this is kind of what we talk. This is what I enjoy talking about all day with people um and but it's also like too deep for like a bitcoin podcast i don't think that's true. Bitcoin i don't think that's podcast. true man
2: i think a lot of bitcoiners are really fucking based and like talk about like metaphysical philosophical level things like there was um that was like my thought process for where a podcast would go to and we discussed where like a riff just between me and you would go but like on un- like not unfortunately because this was a great riff just like due to like where things are and, like, some of the things we have coming up in, like, the near-term future, there was just kind of, like, more of, like, a focus for where we wanted to take this podcast today and it went in that direction. But yep. I think we'll get back together for another riff where we just, like, sit in here and just bullshit and, like, see where we go down that metaphysical rabbit hole. Because yeah. we have, we've done it a lot, man. We've gone down some pretty deep places of, like, spirituality and, like, what is life and, like, what does it all fucking mean and getting Bitcoin involved and, and all that. And of to kind
4: of go back a little bit, I think you touched on it earlier in the day, but, like, When when I'm hanging out with Bitcoiners and I know they're a Bitcoiner, I know like they're not some crypto person, not some like random normie, like like I dive into these topics because I know, like, okay, this guy is based. Like okay, this is a Bitcoin. Let let's dive into life. Like this is the fun part. I talk about Bitcoin all day, every day with so many people. Let's talk about life, man. That's that's what I enjoy. I love talking about that, especially with with Bitcoiners.
3: I totally agree. It's like you know, okay, we like we're Bitcoiners. Okay, we agree on ninety nine percent of things already. We don't need to talk about that. Like I know you think COVID's bullshit. I know you (laughs) hate the Fed. I know you don't want to vote. I know you're not vaccinated. Okay, now what else do we talk about? And then yeah, so you know, do I even exist? What is you know, what yes. is the fabric of reality? Do we have
1: free will? Yeah, I don't exactly. get Kyle start talking about this. <laughs> we don't have time. <laughs> we we, we, we have don't have like, time. Okay, like, let's yeah. just let's just go around the room real quick. Everybody, get their final thoughts, and then we'll end it.
4: Come yeah. to Austin. Yeah. Come we to Austin thought?
3: to fuck
2: bears. <laughs> Kyle, what's your final thoughts Ah, uh, well there went the lights. <laughs> oh, shit. The I lights, guess that's uh, yes. that's the, the that's, <laughs> that's the perfect ending oh, to the podcast. We well, well, final thoughts. There go the lights. No, the final thoughts are uh, come to Austin, uh, fuck the bears, and then when you're done with your like bear orgy, come find us and like let's get organized and keep spreading Bitcoin adoption here in Austin and abroad. Project Mayhem continues. Uh, yeah, okay.